You know as well as I do that our modern day living has a negative impact on our bodies. The lining of our mouths, our sinuses, lungs, and gut, it's called the mucosa, and it actually houses 80% of our immune system. And it's our first line of defense against everything we inhale and ingest from the outside world in this modern day and age that we live in. Our exposures like diet and chemicals, they cause these barriers to break down, allowing harmful particles to enter the body. Bovine colostrum has been shown to strengthen the body's barriers and create a tight seal that prevents threats from crossing into the bloodstream, protecting us from inflammation. So there's a company that I trust and I've been using and I wanted to introduce you to. They're called Armra, A-R-M-R-A. Armra colostrum offers benefits from both health and performance while restoring the microbiome to create an environment of health, both inside and outside the body. Armor uses technology that preserves over 200 functional nutrients in the most pure and bioavailable form. Colostrum has been shown to strengthen the immunity, support sleep, boost metabolism, improve mood and focus, enhance skin and radiance. Hello, ladies. We love that and so much more. So I want you to try this out and you're gonna get a discount if you use the code LisaLu. You're gonna get a 10% discount. So you're gonna go to tryarmra.com. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com. Use the code LisaLu, L-I-S-A-L-O-U, and try it for 10% off. And after you've been trying this for a good month, I wanna hear from you. I wanna see what your results are, how you're feeling, how your gut is feeling, and just how your health may be improving overall. So be sure to drop me a DM. That's tryarmra, A-R-M-R-A.com. Use code Lisa Lou for 10% off. I'm really excited to get to hang out with Dr. Spencer Lalk today. Spencer and I started following each other on Instagram maybe about a year ago, and I was really, really drawn in with the entertaining way he got his message across. And I'll let you know how to connect with him here at the end of the show. But first of all, just know he's a leader in the field of physical therapy. So he's a licensed doctor of physical therapy, and he is so passionate about what he does. And when you check him out on Instagram, you're going to see it. It comes through. He's been dedicating his expertise to empowering individuals in midlife to conquer recurring pain and fatigue. And he's touched the lives of countless individuals, helping them regain control of their bodies and find renewed vitality. And I'm just going to stop there. I could go on and on with his accolades. So let me just welcome you, Spencer, to the Lisa Lou Show. <laughs> Thank you so much for that kind introduction. I really appreciate it. I definitely have to hang in there with me because all this morning I was actually in Spanish class. Um, I'm actually right now living in Medellin, Colombia and uh, pursuing a dream of mine to always become bilingual. So all this morning uh, I was in an intensive Spanish class. So now I'm uh, transitioning my brain back to English and then to you. So uh, yeah, that's something exciting going on in my life. But uh, this yeah, could be I'm entertaining. Having... You may slip into Spanish here in a moment. I'm excited about that. See, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, that's why I asked because you just never know where you are and what you're doing. I knew you were out of the country, but I didn't know that that's what you were doing and pursuing right now. Good for you. That's incredible. Thank you. Okay. I really want to kick this off by just you and I talked about this the other day, but tell everybody listening. What is your passion? Like what gets you out of bed every morning to make your feet hit the floor and run and do what? Fill in the blank. 
<laughs> wow. It's a loaded question for sure. But I think if we were to break it down about what I am most passionate about, it's really about getting or empowering the people to really take control of their health and to make sure if they're going to take one thing and make sure they don't take it for granted, it's their movement, mm -hmm. right? Because when it comes down to it, a lot of people, we focus on how do we live longer lives but I have now seen so many people in hospitals and clinics and nursing homes that can no longer move, no longer get themselves out of bed, and they've lost the mobility. And for me, they're not really living. And I've heard many of them tell me that, say, this is not a life they want to be living. So what I've found working in hospitals, seeing countless amount of patients is that there are often times where we can find people before they get to that point and really help point them so that they can take control and really make sure that they maintain their mobility for as long as possible. I love that. And, you know, something you said just resonates so deep within me. You said, you know, we see people living into very, very old age, but they're not necessarily thriving. They're not really living, you know, to extend our lifespan. Okay. But if we're doing it in a body that is just ready to go, that that's not really living. And so I love that what you just said was what we want to do basically is prevention. So is that is that why midlife is a focus for you? Because that's where you see the tipping point start to happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, when I am in the hospital treating patients, I'm more on the recovery and the rehab side of things. Um, but what I was noticing after listening to countless amount of stories, I all real I realized that so many of them at some point earlier in their life had an opportunity to choose one way or the other. And a lot of the times they chose the wrong path, right? They, they immediately went for medications. They immediately went for injections and surgeries and then got funneled down this healthcare system that is so important, but also can be so damaging at the same time. Right. Um, um, so what I found is that, you know what, thinking, well, how do I find these people and who do I need to find before it's too late? And what I found is, sure, people's in their 20s and their 30s like myself, the truth is, is that you can get away with things more when you're younger, you know, your mm -hmm. body regenerates at a quicker rate. And, you know, do you want to still be mindful of those things? Absolutely. But it's really when you get into your forties, your fifties and your sixties, where, you know, your body may be slowing down a little bit, but then you're also just dealing with so much in your life. You may be having an aging parent that you're worrying about. You're still managing your career. You're managing your house, maybe even your growing kids. So it's really a unique time in life where, there's so many things pulling people in different directions that oftentimes they neglect themselves, which can be so, so harmful. So, you know, that's kind of my goal is to kind of find those people and hopefully help educate and empower them to get in the right direction. I love that. And, you know, I, I call it the fatal flaw because when we're in our 20s and our 30s and we can manage those things, uh, you know, and our body is more resilient, there's still times, you know, kids are little and we're newly married and then kids are getting a little older and life gets busy. And if we aren't focused on our help back then, we're always thinking, and I just know this because I've been working with clients for over 30 years. Well, when the kids are a little older, well, when I go back to work, well, when they move out of the house, well, and the longer we kick that ball down the road, there's always something else waiting for us always because life just never slows down. Would you agree? Uh, 
really couldn't have said it better myself. You know, it's, it's amazing the amount of justification that we can do to neglect our own self-care, right? And we can come up with every reason in the book, but yet not realizing that the more we justify inaction, the worse that we're leaving ourselves. And the truth is, is that, yeah, oh, you may see yourself as being a selfless person because you're trying to care for everyone around you. But in my mind, you know, you, you can't care for those people if you can't care for yourself. If you're not healthy, you're not going to be able to do it for a long period of time. So realistically, the most selfless thing that you can do is actually be a little selfish and just care for yourself first and foremost so that you can continue to care for those around you. This is why you're here. We are so aligned. I literally was just saying this the other day to both my clients, and I think I even put it on social media, are literally our number one priority in life. When people say, what is your number one priority? What we want to say is, oh, my my kids, my husband, my wife, my job. No, those all <laughs> have to be further down the road. If our health is our priority, which on the surface level feels and sounds very selfish, but if that is not our number one job, our number one priority, everything else that flows downhill is just that it's downhill it's harder and so if we want to serve which we do if we want to help if we want to be there for our kids our spouse our grandkids one day we've got to take care of this vessel now and then and then everything else will fall into place right absolutely and you know that's why you know i admire you so much because you're someone that it's been very clearly you know you've had to go through issues yourself and yet you continue to make the choice. You're continuing to make the choice of prioritizing your own care so that you can maintain that amazing energy that you have and then to continue to be an amazing wife and you know just um, friend to everyone around you. So I think it's absolutely amazing and it's a huge reason why I admire you and what you do. Thank you, Spencer. I appreciate that so much. You know, something that you have highlighted in the past um, on your on your social is your grandmother. And that literally lit me up. Can you talk for just a minute about about her? <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, so my grandmother, who unfortunately is no longer with us, she right. passed about a year ago. Um, but was an incredible, incredible woman. And, uh, you know, she all the way had a real zest for life. And something that she always made very clear is that she made sure that she did her exercises every single day. And it was so cool. And I felt so lucky, you know, especially going into the field of physical therapy where, you know, we're giving people the gift of movement. But I mean, how, how lucky am I to have a grandma that has no background in any of that, but already knows that she needs to prioritize her exercise and her movement in order to stay healthy and moving. And that's exactly what she did. She was, she, she lived up to 96 years old. The end, she was moving around independent and able to do what she wanted to do and really with a minimal pain. And that wasn't by accident. It was because she committed and she just built the habit into her life where she would just, it, very simple, it was 10 to 20 minutes per day. And then once it became a habit, it was automatic for her. Only automatic, but it was something that she had a sense of pride in. And it was something that we really bonded about. Um, and so always, you know, I'd always ask her how her exercises were going and she would give me demos. And, uh, I was really happy that I got to make that video with us both there. Um, that's something that I'm going to cherish for a long time where she showed me her exercise routine that she's done for 
over a thousand straight days. And if that doesn't show commitment, if that doesn't show the power of habit, then I don't know what else does. Absolutely. She was such an inspiration. And every time you would, you know, you'd put that over a thousand days consistency, man, I would share that to my story. And I love, I love her, her picture of healthy, you know, 96 years old was healthy to the end, able to move to the end. And isn't that how we all want to go just healthy. And then the next day we're not here anymore. <laughs> like, like yeah. just be fully mobile and living life to the fullest. Thank you for sharing her with us because she, she was beyond an inspiration to us. I can only imagine what that was like for you to get to, to get to share that. I wanted to get into a couple things that I personally hear, and I bet you do too. And I would love to know your response. If someone, let's say someone is listening to us right now, they're 53 year we, we have a 53 year old uh, woman. Her kids are older. She's getting close to being an empty nester, if not already one. And she says to you, that sounds great, Spencer, but I'm too old. What would be, I'm too old to start. I've let things go to this point. What would be your advice to her? Ah, oh, it's a great, great point. And, uh, you know, I unfortunately have heard this more than I would like to hear it. And, you know, if there's anything, it is never, no matter the age you're at, it is never too late. Even if you've been if you've been away from movement and exercise for years, even decades, it is never too late to get started. And the idea of getting started and getting back to something can be seem really daunting. And it is that daunting feeling is that prevents us from actually taking action and getting into it. Well, this is what I do actually in my, in my signature midlife reset program where I women from 40 to 60 years old uh, to really get back to moving and taking control of their body is these steps, more digestible things where you just start just initiate that habit of taking care of yourself, starting to get moving. And then you find your body gets used to it and you say that bad. And then over time and watch how your body can still adapt. It's still resilient. And it's amazing the results that I've seen. That's so perfect. And I love that you just said the word progressive, because that's what I want our listeners to understand is that the, the two words you said also daunting when, when we are so overwhelmed, when, it, when moving forward, we don't exactly know what that looks like seems so daunting. We stall, we pause and the longer we pause, the older we're getting and things, it's just maybe a little bit more difficult to pick that ball up and run with it. Although it's never too late. So what what Spencer was just saying about understanding when you work with someone who will take you progressively, this is not about, okay, now it's time to get fit, go hit the weights and go do hit training and go do, go run three miles. That's, I think a lot of time, what people assume they have to go from couch to all the things, but that's not it. And that's not safe. So progressing into uh, into more mobility, into a healthier lifestyle and doing it in a way that's safe. That is what I want you to be hearing today. So that that overwhelm, we can get rid of that. Okay, what would you say to the the same woman who's listening? And she's saying, well, all of that sounds great. But my life is too insane. You just don't understand. I don't have time. What would you tell her? You know, that is probably the number one thing I hear is that 
you do not have the time. And really, I come back and say, really, you don't have the time not to do it. Because if you continue to avoid it, then eventually it's going to catch up to you, right? And that's where you are at a huge crossroads right now, where it's like you can continue to neglect yourself, thinking that you have no time for yourself. And if you continue down that path, then unfortunately, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not a direction. It's not a life that you're going to want to be living, right? The pain is going to increase. Your immobility is going to increase. And then you're going to have to start needing help from the people around you rather than you being the one helping people. And that's what no one wants that life, right? So instead, it's about reprioritizing what's important in your life. I understand it's overwhelming, right? But by taking a step back, maybe seeing what can I reprioritize and really moving yourself to the top of that category, that's what they need. Um, and then in addition, we know same with this progressive idea that we're talking about is that you just got to start simple. And that is exactly with the program that I have and, and what I've worked with many clients, my recommendations is you start with just 10 minutes per day. It's like everyone, no matter who you are, can find 10 minutes in your day to start doing something for yourself and from your body. And like we said, from there, you just build that habit. And then from there, you're going to find, oh, wow, my body actually feels good as I'm starting to stretch and exercise and whatever it may be. And then you're going to start getting a little addicted to it. You're going to start craving it. And then you're going to be like, you know what? I need to add a little bit more of this to my life. And then as you add it, not only does your strength improve, but so does your energy. And then that frees up extra time to really take on those other things that are filling up your life. Amen. I could not agree more. I would love for you to explain mobility. When I talk about mobility, and I've talked about it more and more over this past year, as I've seen my clients age with me, as I've seen followers, you know, now 40 to 60, you know, a lot of them in that age group, when they hear the word mobility, a lot of times people say, oh, so you mean I just need to stretch more or I need to go do yoga. Although those can help, can you explain what you mean by mobility and even more specifically mobility conditioning? When you say someone needs to work on their mobility, give us, give us what that means to you. Absolutely. For sure. So, you know, when, when mobility can have a lot of definitions at its core, it's literally just moving from point A to point B, right? But when we talk about mobility in the sense of how do we incorporate it into an exercise routine. And I want to be clear that one exercise routine doesn't need to be for everyone. Really when it comes down to it, if you want something to be sustainable, it needs to be something that you enjoy, right? So you need to find something in your life that incorporates moving around. You find that sure that you incorporate that into your program. Okay. Um, but when I talk about mobility, I talk about this really the optimal workout and, you know, people, like you said, they often think, oh, I can stretch it and then I'll feel better. And is stretching important? Yeah, stretching is great for you. It helps relax our muscles. It can help improve joint range of motion. However, if that is not reinforced with a proper strengthening program, then you are putting yourself at risk of re-injuring yourself, right? So do you incorporate mobility and stretching? Absolutely. But you also want to make sure that you're incorporating strengthening into your program because that's really what adds the stability to your joints to really prevent the risk of reoccurrence to having that injury happen again. And then the third component is you do got to make sure that you're adding um, some cardio component, right? Something that elevates your heart rate, right? And like for me, I enjoy playing soccer. For you, you're an amazing 
answer, right? Both are amazing for us. Both elevate our heart rate and are incorporated in our mobility routines. So it's really kind of finding what works best for you, but making sure that it's well-rounded by the combination of stretching, strengthening, and where you're elevating your heart rate. I love that. That's a great assessment of, of the word. And hopefully it helps everybody kind of get, get that more rounded idea of what it means. It's, it's, um, it, it's a robust word that is being thrown around more and more now, but I feel like there's so much confusion around it. So that was super helpful. I wanted to go back to what you just said about strength. Let's camp out there for just a moment because this is something I am still fighting uh, in 30 years in health and fitness is helping women understand because it, there's such a focus on weight loss that strength strength, having skeletal muscle, what that does for you as you age. I would love to hear from you. Why strength? Why is that so important? Why is, why is building skeletal muscle so important and ever increasingly more important as we get older? Yeah, absolutely. If, if I were to say what's the most important thing, it would definitely be building the strength and elevating the heart rate um, for sure. For strength itself, it has so many incredible benefits. And especially when we're talking people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, you know, and then we talk especially women, they are at higher risk for something like osteoporosis, right? And so when you have those brittle bones or those bones that maybe not as dense as they used to be, one of the single best ways, the single best ways is to rebuild that bone strength is with stress not only to the muscles, but then the bones that it attaches to. And then our body has this amazing system where it can lay down new bone and actually lead to a higher density and stronger bones. So it is so, so important. In addition, having stronger bones, it's going to help or having stronger muscles, more skeletal muscle, it's going to help support our joints. So it's going to have less wear and tear. And it's going to make us more reactive, right? So oftentimes what I see is that people, when you, are, when you age, you become at a higher risk for falls. And when you incorporate strength training into your program, you are going to become more reactive, which is going to reduce your risk of falling. Um, but say you do fall, then it also is going to reduce your risk of having something like a fracture, which can become a big issue. Absolutely. And, you know, looking at it from the perspective of, what helps you remain independent and functional? We're not talking about gaining a two-foot vertical. Most of mm -hmm. us don't need one. <laughs> what we need is to be able to move our body from point A to point B through space in a way that we, that we feel good, that we have good balance, that we can prevent a fall. But even if we have to take a fall for whatever reason, that we can actually bounce back from it. And just this whole idea of functional fitness, you know, what you do and what I do is try to help people age in a way that is going to help them get up off of a chair by themselves, get up off of the floor by themselves. These are things that we all want, not just now, but when we're 80, for all honest, we would love to be doing that. My father-in-law is 90 and he can get up off the floor by himself. Wow. It's, wow. it's incredible. And I love that, but it's because he never stopped moving. He didn't retire and sit. He kept moving. So that functional level of fitness is what I want to help people understand as well, is that this isn't about 
you know, for me, what I, the pushback I often get is, but I don't want to be in a bikini competition. This isn't about that. This is about helping you gain strength so that you can move through life for as long as God has you here in, in a body that feels good and functions the way it was meant to all the way up to the end. So absolutely. Yeah. What, what have, do you have that same kind? I don't know. We're in, you know, we are in different fields. We, we both deal with, you know, people who need our help uh, physically, but with you being more on the rehab side, do you ever get that kind of pushback as well? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely get that kind of pushback. Um, you know, a couple things on that when it comes down to it, you're right. The shift comes from, you know, how I want to look like, of course, we all want to look good. We want to lose weight. It feels good to do that. But when it, the, the more important things, especially as we age, and I've noticed with my clients is that they care mostly about their quality of life. And that's what it comes down to. Every single thing that they should be doing, it should be to enhance the quality, not the quantity, the quality of your life, right? Because the higher quality of your life, that's what we want. That While the time we have here on earth, we want the highest quality as possible for ourselves, for our family, and for our friends, right? And so by incorporating and committing to these kind of things, that is what's going to allow you to do so. Um, just like, you know, I think you said it was your father-in-law. Um, yep. when it comes, when it comes down to it, he makes a choice every single day. Right. And, and he's developed that habit. Right. And now it's become more consistent and it's just part of his day-to-day -day life. And the beautiful thing is that I've seen is that people really that have built that habit in and become consistent where they're moving on a daily basis. Um, can we ever guarantee that someone's not going to injure themselves? Of course not. Absolutely not. However, I can say is that the people that do injure themselves, the ones that back that bounce back so much quicker, it's a night and day difference, are the ones that took care of themselves before the fact. The ones that are incorporating the strength training, the mobility, elevating their heart rate. It's amazing what can happen is, you know, whether they, they have a fall and have a fracture or even if they had um, a stroke, a heart attack, uh, so many things. It's very, very clear. It's a very clear correlation of the ones that took care of themselves before are always the ones that recover quicker. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we've, we've said this before in this, in this program, we're going to say it again. It is never too late. However, the earlier you implement these things, the sooner you, you take those 10 minutes a day, at least starting there, then the easier it's going to be as you get older. It's, it's, you know, when someone who is 80 years old, it's not too late for them to start to improve their health. However, if you're 40 years old and you start now, it's just going to be easier. So just, you know, I want, I want people to understand that because life gets busy, because every phase of life we enter, there's something else waiting on us. You said it a little while ago, you can't afford not to prioritize your time. You can't afford to not have time. And everybody does have 10 minutes a day. I would love to get super practical for the next few minutes and give our followers, and you've given us so many gold nuggets already, but if you could just three takeaways, okay, if you do nothing else after listening to this episode, do these three things to start improving mobility, longevity, uh, and even more than longevity, just help span so that you can age in a body that feels amazing. Can you give us just maybe three takeaways off the top of your head? <laughs> I love it. Put me on the spot. I know, um, right? <laughs> um, so first and foremost is we talked about this earlier is about finding joy. 
what do you find? What do you enjoy in life that incorporates movement, right? Is it something that you did in the past? Is it something you're currently doing? Is it something you want to get better at? Whatever it may be, that is your point of, of fulfillment, right? And you want to make sure that you can do that for as long as possible or do whatever you can to get back to that. So by doing saying, okay, I found what finds me joy. I'm going to add or enhance that in my life. Beautiful. Perfect first start. Second is saying, you know what? I am going to prioritize myself. Right now, there's no one in this world that's more important than me. And that is not selfish to say, saying, you know what, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that I'm going to be holistic in my care, take care of my body so that I can have the, mo the best quality of life as possible. And then the third is that don't be afraid to ask for help right? You don't know what you don't know and stop thinking that you have to do everything by yourself or have, you have to know all the answers, right? Reaching out to someone like Lisa, by reaching out to someone like myself, where we're happy to have a dialogue to see even if we would be a good fit for you, right? You're still going to take away something where we're going to help point you in the right direction. Um, I do it for myself. I hire coaches and consultants and go to go to different professionals all the time because they are the experts in their field. And I have, you know, kind of succumbed to that. I quit thinking I can do everything myself and it has drastically changed my life. And I can just say, I hope that you can do the same. Don't be afraid. There's no shame in reaching out and knowing that it is something that can really change your life forever. Wow. Those are great. I'm just going to reiterate that. So three, three things. If you do nothing else after this episode, Find something that brings you joy. Not only is that a great starting place, but it's going to it's gonna be something you want to continue doing. And consistency is really, really key. Second, prioritize yourself. And third, don't be afraid to ask for help. Those, those are some great, great tips right there, Spencer. And I would love to, you know, hear a little bit more. Let's just take a couple minutes to talk about your, your program for people in midlife. And then we'll, we'll make sure everybody knows how to find that, find you. So tell us just a little bit about what you do in that. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So it's called the midlife reset. And basically what it is, it's designed for, you know, not only women, but mostly women are in the program that are between 45 and 65 years old. Um, it's definitely not for everyone. It's really those women, not the ones that enjoy going to the gym because, you know, really the program is not designed for them. It's the ones that really want to find a way to get back moving, but really from the comfort of home. Mm. Um, you know, they've already admitted that they need to do something. However, they don't know what to do and they don't have the proper guidance or accountability. So that's where this program comes into play, where it is a simple to follow step-by-step -step format for them that they can do without equipment, they can do in the comfort and privacy of their home, and then also includes live coaching calls with me where we can problem solve together, figure out whatever we need to do to make sure to progressively add to their program, overcome pain, answer any questions that they have, and then also keep them accountable to keep them on track. Because when it comes down to it, accountability can be really helpful when you have an accountability partner. And then as over time, it's amazing to see what these women have done. You know, I've now have women that have gone through the program that are now running 5Ks that weren't doing anything before, um, now able to get on the ground with their grandkids out hiking with their partners and really just regaining the gift of movement. And it's for me, I genuinely love what I do. And I feel so grateful to have the opportunity to work with so many amazing people. 
Well, it shows. It shows that you love what you do and you're good at it and you're good at conveying. I've just watched you evolve over the past, I don't know, year or however long I've been following you. And you just, your message is so clear. It's hard uh, to show in, in 20 to 30 second clips, <laughs> how to, how to, how to change, you know, your, your, the way you sit or how to help, uh, maybe a hamstring injury. I saw something you did with a pillow that was, uh, it was almost like mimicking traction. If you don't have any traction device, you have just really done so well to, uh, to help people in these short form videos, as well as what you're doing in your program and your career. Um, but if you guys are not following Spencer, go ahead and tell us all the ways that people can connect with you on social, website, anything else, and I'll be sure to link it all in my show notes. Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, the two main ways you can reach out to me on Instagram, my my handle is Lock Health. My last name is Lock, L-A-L-K, and then Health. Um, feel free to reach out and to me there. I'm fairly active. Um, but then you can also send me an email uh, where either me or someone on my team will get it. Uh, and you can email me at info at drlock.com. And we will do our best to get back to you. And like I said, oftentimes we, we are happy just to get on a call, see if we can help point you in the right direction. Um, maybe you'd be a great fit for us. If not, maybe you're a great fit for Lisa's program. But regardless, reaching out and seeing if you have an option is really the way to go. Amazing. Thank you for all that you're doing, really just to, to change to change people's health, to help people understand how to age amazing, that they have a choice, that there's help available for them. And just for being so, um, so entertaining and helpful in your reels. I'm telling you guys, you've got to go follow him on Instagram. He is, he's just so incredible at what he does. So thank you for that. And thank you so much for being here today. Uh, Lisa, it is absolutely my pleasure. And, you know, I totally mirror what you're saying about yourself because, you know, I, I love your page. I'm hoping to get some dance lessons from you one day because I have two <laughs> left feet. Uh, I definitely want to learn for sure. Um, and I, I just think it's so amazing. I love the energy you bring. It's so, it's so fun. And, to, and I would love to be able to do that. So um, I appreciate you and so happy that we got the opportunity to connect. Incredible. All right. Well, y'all be sure look at the show notes, connect with Spencer in all the ways. And we just thank you guys so much for listening. We know that there's always a choice and you could be doing a hundred other things and your time here means the world. If you found value in today's episode, please be sure to, to share it with a friend, tell them about it, help us to get the word out there. And I appreciate Appreciate all of you for being here and thank you. We'll see you next time on the Lisa Lou show. Hey, thank you so much for being here with me today. And depending on which platform you're listening on, be sure you're either following or subscribe so that the latest episodes are really easy to find. And if you have a moment and you found value here, it would mean everything if you could take just a moment and leave a five-star review for this podcast so that I can get the message out to more women. Thanks again for being here and I will see you next time. Thank you.